0: okay so i'm going to be honest and frank i have a giant fear of white people and some part of it is due to slavery and racism and uh you know their lack of education when it comes to black history and you know past treatments but Another part of it comes from within myself, the uh, paranoia of not knowing what they know and how much power they still have over me, the treatment that they could bring to me. I have uh, issues with my appearance. You know, I'm constantly fighting with, am I attractive or if I'm ugly? Am I attractive for a black person, or am I ugly for a black person? That's a constant thought that runs through my mind. Toxic. It flows like poison. And you know, I have problems with uniforms because I feel that people uh, wear the uniform better because I'm much skinnier and because my body is shaped strange. Like I okay. think. <laughs> this is honestly true and it's embarrassing i i think i have too much ass so it's just like it, it's just the way i'm shaped i'm like uh, am i thick is this, so i'm like it's just i don't like how my body lines up it, it's, it's odd <laughs> not to say that so when i see my white counterparts and like their version of attractiveness is solely based on you looking white and having long hair and blue or green eyes i i'm literally the opposite of that or if you're um black your your hair is stylized your are uh tone of voice is is deep and smooth, which mine isn't. It's actually, uh, I I recently just had, uh, you know, issues within myself about my voice and how it sounds, the tone, the fact that it doesn't sound smooth, the fact that I think it just sounds annoying. Um, My speech and mannerisms, you know, I, I have issues with that. And I do believe that uh, my white counterparts, they do have those issues, but they're not uh, brought to full view. I see a a constant group of of white people on the internet, um, like chat rooms and stuff, saying that they are the superior race. And it just... Often brings me to a uh, level of discomfort that uh, they believe themselves to be superior when they have chains and um, they are illiterate and they don't know basic history of concepts. And the fact of it is, people agree with them. There are people that don't try to improve themselves they would rather stay ignorant and uh, they're proud of that ignorance these these are common practices and heck they would use tactics knowing that uh they're shady and the downright sleazy justifying it because they believe that they're right, that if they were right, they would never have to use those tactics. Using misinformation, outdated sources, outdated statistics. Playing moral high grounds, using uh, their own morality as a base, their judgment of morality. I have an issue with that they find that uh, they play their own games, using their own um, success as a measurement tool, as a, as a tool to measure success for everyone else. Oh, I've been to the poverty, I've been to the gutters, I've been to the streets. I don't know you, so I don't particularly know how heavy that struggle is only comparing physical struggles and never comparing mental struggles and even when they compare physical struggles and a black man's physical struggles are greater than their own. Either not acknowledging it at all or then starting to use the mental struggle debate. So only using things to leverage themselves but never acknowledging the hypocrisy. I think my biggest fear is one white woman and lots of white men. One white man to me is nothing special. I don't believe that it's really too much to be from, but it's the fact that they they attack you in like a group, of horde, secretly. Even if you could take on ten white men one single-handedly, you couldn't avoid the financial repercussions. The fact that your children would not be safe. They. They take tactics to tactics you would never do, stoop to. Claiming to be so moral and because they're stuck in their ass so much with this uh, moral superiority complex, that uh, they don't realize how immoral they are. They say that we are so moral that anyone who goes against us is so immoral, so it's okay to kill them and their offspring to avoid this, to destroy this immoral sin. Tricking themselves, they would kill your kids because they deem you immoral to their, uh, their measurements. From their point of view, that's, that's what they believe. And they justify that, killing your kids. And they don't realize how hypocritical, how bad that is. They don't talk about it. And in fact, they sweep that under the rug as a different time. Even when you can easily compare those times to recent times. They'll even excuse their improper language. Um, the fact that they have done something wrong is, oh, I didn't know you were there. They would say the N-word in a room full of white people and casually use it. And you could be listening, and then and you would walk in, and you'd be like, why were you all saying the N-word? I'm sorry, I didn't know you were here. So it wasn't the fact that you thought it was wrong to say the N-word, you just... Thought it was wrong to say it within my presence. You didn't think it was wrong to say the word, you just thought it was rude to say it within me. And then you make me the bad guy when I press you and I don't take your apology. Even in modern day, you see so many white saviors, you see so many um, aggressors. They expect you to be so complacent, and so nonchalant and laugh. And I guess that's another part where I hate within myself because I, I tend to laugh a lot, even when faced with racism. Laugh. My name means laughter, and I do find it amusing, but sad. So sad, it's funny. These people believe themselves worthy of saying the N-word. They believe themselves so worthy of depriving me of rights, of denying, saying that I'm right to call me pompous when I give great reasoning. I don't care to be known as great. Heck, if you you never acknowledge me and and never tell me I'm right in my life, that is fine. But as long as you now understand and, and do and comply, or at least stay true to your word, that if you're proven wrong, you will Much about being a hero. I think people forget that it's not about being known as something great. Some of us just strive to be normal. I just want a sense of normalcy. Not what you deem normal, but what is normal. If you do something wrong, you're punished. If you do something right, you might not get acknowledged by everyone, but if someone does acknowledge you, it's appreciated. Doing an action because it's right and not because it will give you pain. Working hard. But you have to acknowledge what has done, what has been done, and what continues to happen. I fear white people and black people alike who want to drop everything. It leaves me with a level of uh Mistrust and hate, or both. People like that, like someone punching and beating your kid, and then the school says, "Can't we all get along?" Well, that would be fine and fair if my kid hit your kid back, but now you're trying to equate his actions and my and my son's actions as equal when he assaulted my son and got nothing for it. So he got his aggression out and my son is le- left with resentment. I'm not saying an eye for an eye, but the thing with an eye for an eye is I believe in that. Sure, if the whole world is blind, but you took his eye for no reason. And you can never give that back. So if you if you want to repent truly, take your own eye. And Now you will forever live in that world. You subjected a man to a world of pain and struggle. For what? And you can't give any compensation. And you refuse to give any compensation. It's not like you you wouldn't give this woman. If you were told the only way to to repent was to give all your belongings to that man that you wronged wrongfully for. No reason. Would you do it? If that was the only way to truly repent. People fail to realize that their words do not equate to anything, as long as their actions do not match. Saying you're sorry to me and then going and doing the same action to someone else or doing the action. Right back to me. It doesn't equate that you learned your lesson. You don't care. You just say the words. Riot is the only language of the unheard. And Malcolm X said it best. We have tried to talk peacefully. We have tried to solidate. We have tried to to become peaceful, we have tried to march, we have tried to explain, we have tried to uh, educate, but time after time after time you have shown that you do not care and you are fully complicit in your actions. You know exactly what you're doing and what you're trying to do. You refuse to change to acknowledge that you refuse to grow up 'Cause you know that the power is all we've shifted it to ninety to ten. Then maybe it went down to eighty five to fifteen and then eighty to twenty and then seventy to to thirty. But the fact of it is If now in modern day we we say it's 70 30, even being generous, 65 to 35, you would not see any issue with that. You you get angry. Actually, you actually get angry at the fact that it's 65 35, not 4, the fact that you believe it should be 50 50. No, you believe that you should return it to. Once, uh, what it once was. In fact, go extreme and it should be 100. Zero. We should have no power. No power at all. You believe in your own self so much. You have lied to yourself to believe that you have accomplished all this by yourself. You have lied to yourself to to believe that you are the alpha and the omega so much that anyone who disputes that is a sinner. The the only reason that I, I believe that um, that there is some salvation is because it was built by us there are things that we have built, that we have owned, we have uh, invested in, and even though it's painful, we should either attempt to flip it, and if it sees no attempt to flip, then we should destroy it. If it is not relinquished to us voluntarily, If you had witnessed the things that I have witnessed, and you were a more violent person, you would have already went on a rampage. They don't realize how docile black men and women actually are, are how, not docile, how forgiving. And the fact of it is, we don't want to attack. We don't want to fight. I read in a book that uh, Africans we would do a sort of play war style. We would attack each other, attack different tribes, but it was merely a game. It wouldn't really lead up to casualties. Occasionally it would. But we we wouldn't necessarily go that extra step. It wasn't total war. The men would just get spears and shields and attack the other uh, men's tribe and they would get a little bit of land, uh, some more foods, uh, you know, access to, to water. But it, it kept it so the bloodshed was not high. It relieved the uh, stresses. It was combat oriented. It showed a level of uh, superiority basically bragging rights, but you know, it didn't go that far. And it was simplistic, yes, and that's, that's my issue. Why do we see, or why do they see simplistic as unintelligent? I, I feel like a lot of Europeans, a lot of white people, they believe that the more complicated and more expensive, the more uh, intelligent they are. The more the superior they are. If I can do an action in three steps while you do the same, uh, similar action, but it, it's in ten steps, but it results in the same outcome, who do you think would be smarter? I, I believe that. Cars and superficial stuff. You know, I believe it was taught to us, but we still remain a level of, of convenience and innocence, and innovation. That we make things of luxury out of common day items, style, verbiage. Many people try to, uh, copy our style, our our songs, our our spirit, our hairstyles, and we do it out of the most basic and cheap. And they try to recreate that for more expensive, but it loses all flavor. It loses all enjoyment once it's done. It's tainted. The only problem that I really uh, see with people taking on uh, other people's cultures, or not taking on, but uh, experiencing it, is that they they tend to try to recreate it for their own profit and gain. And the reason I have an issue with that is that we live in a world that is so hung up on profit, uh, that you're so deprived of, of uh, access to, to do things. That we steal things from others just for a chance at normalcy. Yeah, it's truly, it's normal. It should be normal to want a house with enough rooms, and maybe an extra room. Uh, a yard big enough to play in, uh, Police that actually do their jobs correctly, a safe place, a place to actually store your tools and your maintenance. Now, some people wish for even more than that. They wish for high luxuries, skylines, champagne every night, clubbing every night. And that's a lifestyle that can never be maintained. And honestly, we should stop being shown. I think most of us just want a place of our own to lay our own heads. When you turn 18, I feel that you should have the uh, ability to get a decent apartment, a decent uh, house, uh, a decent place, especially if you save and and you're smart and cunning and you don't have to be a genius level intellect to Save your money to to do basic saving tips to you know be resourceful and you shouldn't have to be to just survive. That's a basic means of survival. We should want people to have houses, their own places, their own place that they feel safe, that they can recuperate, that they can come back to, that they can leave uh, once they feel that they are refreshed and reju- rejuvenated. The fact of it is, if we started doing that more, I feel mental health would, uh, would bounce up. And productivity would increase. The very thing that uh, we try to stop, we, we try to work people so much and tell them to work harder. But in fact, it, it ends up crippling everyone. It's like muscle. When you work out, you're supposed to let your body rest. You're supposed to eat the proper nutrition, get the right amount of sleep, because working out is only half of what you need to do. And heck, it's not even, you know what, I won't even say half, I would say a good 40%. You would think it would be the biggest thing, but it's actually 40% because you gotta remember, you gotta sleep, you gotta eat, you gotta uh, work out, you gotta schedule other activities. You can't work out the same muscles, you can't uh, do the same exercises, you've got to hit different points, uh, you got to realize what your goals are, what you're trying to accomplish, you also got to fit in regular activities. You can't just decide, oh, okay, I'm not going to feed my kids or raise my kids because I'm focusing on working out. No, you've got to set times and schedules and when you can go and invest money into equipment that you can quickly do to, to maintain you gotta prepare for the days that you cannot go to the gym and days that you can't work out and incorporate <laughs> calorie counts. These are things you gotta realize. It is not like uh, how we keep saying that work out, eat, and go to sleep. If all you need to do to, to build muscle to be strong because if you overwork out your muscles, if you do too much, your muscles never grow. You need time to heal. And the problem that I will say with modern day, we have no time to heal, no place to heal. We, We forget that mental health does affect your muscles. We forget that actions do affect your muscles. I know I've said this before playing plenty of times, Now you know, that I, you know, basically beat this to a dead horse. Or beat this dead horse, I guess. That's the actual saying. I, I keep reiterating the same points over and over and over again because of hopes that someone might eventually listen to me. Or at least, at the very least, I could say that I've been saying this for a long time, that we have been saying this for a long time. To show when history finally, uh, when it finally collapses on itself, to say what side I was on, what I was trying to warn you, at least I could say I told you so. Let's see, that's the biggest thing. At least I could say that. I told you so. Which won't bring me any amusement. It won't make me feel any sort of happiness, in fact it would just be incomprehensible. Maybe it's a way to just remind myself that I was right, and I was doing right, to the end of the days, because eventually it will fall, eventually what we've been ignoring and what you refuse to, to hear, it will just be another knife in your torso not even in your back in your torso because you would look as it's getting stabbed into you or look as it's already been stabbed into you but you fail to realize just a reminder and when you pull it out there's just the gaping wound and loss of blood to something that's already dying I keep trying to explain this concept that, yeah, maybe I'm not right in everything, maybe I'm not correct, but this, if this is the only thing I'm correcting, then listen, a man could be wrong a thousand times, but you still should listen just in case he might be right. Listen, you don't always have to act, you could just listen though. If you are truly experiencing something, and you're constantly fighting within yourself, and you believe yourself to be right, and all your life experiences have always uh, shown that maybe not now you're correct, but eventually you will be correct. If If the whole idea is racism's wrong, and Racism to Black people is wrong and racism to Hispanic people are wrong and Hispanic people and Black people and Jewish people and and other minorities, gay people and, and every source, uh, et cetera, you know. And they keep crying tears and saying that this is not helping. This is This is still hurting. We're still hurting. And is your... Idea to then go say, well, that's your fault. Is is your is your idea to blame them? Is your idea to not investigate more, not to uh, to hear what they are saying? You not acknowledge that the fact that maybe you are indirectly or directly causing their pain. I fear for the future. And I fear that I will be condemned for speaking out and being right. And I don't frankly care about um, backlash and and all that. I, I do have a fear of embarrassment. I do fear that people will hear this in modern day and just laugh at me and mock me because it would probably lead me over to the edge because to hear my words of truth that I believe so full-heartedly, get mocked and ridiculed, and then I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't stand the shame. That's the honest truth. I would kill myself if I faced that, that shame and ridicule. That's why I don't speak out in modern day, because I know that my words, maybe right now, won't be seen or heard by the right people. I fear they'll be heard by the wrong people. And that's the worst fear of any um, scholar, intellectual, any leader, that the wrong person will hear this. And maybe something will come about it after your death, but you truly can't partake in anything once you're dead. You know, the hope is in the past, you hope that someone would hear this in the future, and take with it the knowledge and the experience All right, I would say as anything right now do not do what I do do not become the devil that I have become and uh, expect someone to do it for you the worst experience is sitting there waiting the worst experience is doing something and feeling like you were too late to do something and act. I would much rather you start to become strong as soon as you are awakened instead of becoming awakened and sitting there waiting. Take action when you can take action so you get into situations and you have more in the tank when you can make things easy. That's the point of childhood to experience pain in small doses and and getting used to that shock until it's numbing I failed to do that I avoided pain so much that now I'm often terrified of it because i've I've been so used to avoiding shock and I've been trying to you know apply it in small doses but it ends up being larger doses than I intend, and I then can't cope for a while and have to take longer times to recover. Hopefully, maybe I can finally deal with the shock. I don't want... I, I fight so hard right now, so people do not become like me. Uh, I, I ward people off. Even if people look at me with... uh bright eyes. I am not the person that I want to be nor should be admired. At least I don't believe so. I would want to be admired but at the same time I know that I could have done better. I want to be a person that could truly be admired. I want to be a person that you can ask a direct question to and I would say my full opinion and beliefs without censoring myself or or lying, I often censor myself even in conversations to say, "Say your full, full, true feelings," because I know that if I did, I, you wouldn't understand, nor would you accept me. It would destroy um, my my standard of living. Not saying that it was wrong, but I know that you are so wrong that I could no longer move with comfort. It is not like being canceled. I don't care about being canceled because others would try to use that as a, a similar s- sentiment, you know, saying something controversial and, and people, quote unquote, canceling you for that. Now, um, mine is more you would do everything in your power to make life for me and anyone around me a living hell. The thing is, if we don't have any information, when, when, when black people cancel, it's, it's not about anyone else. Unless we are already confirmed that they at least knew about your racial actions or the reason that you got canceled. And we're complicit in it, but we won't actively go after them. We won't try to attack and kill your kids. We won't try to attack and and beat friends who or slight acquaintances and even people, co-workers. We won't do that. At least the majority of us. But the problem is that same courtesy is not due the, the other uh you know, to the vice versa. They would kill anyone who had that belief they would stomp out the uh flames of revolution. In fact they even though that they had the high ground and the most power, they would still say in you know, uh, to destroy you. That's that's the problem, that's the difference. How can you have more power than me? and still try to stomp me out. You have access and abilities that I would never get, and yet you still try to act like we're on the same level of uh, pity and uh, morality. People have died because of your racial... uh, racial discretions, your... your, um, Inappropriate comments died with the same uh, people have died because of the same sentiments that you've had, just slightly more extreme, and I mean very slightly. And you are teaching people that would and can use those words to justify actions against uh, minorities and black people. Mindset. said, it's not a blanket statement to white people. It's a statement against you, specifically. Cancel culture is specifically supposed to be for that individual and those who closely knew you and knew that those racial uh, indiscretions that you used Mob mentality is what our opponents use to justify murdering a group of black individuals that may have supported or accepted you, even without doing any actions to deserve it. That's all I'm gonna say. I um, know that this is. Just- But hopefully my point comes across true.